Hey, welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the show that dives into the outer worlds. I am your host, Vince. And I'm your sensual, not sexual host, Declan. This is episode 69. Nice. nice. Uh, hey, what's new? Not much. I uh, actually had a kind of crazy day. Yeah. I, yeah, I took only a half day at work because I had a ton of meetings I had to do on, uh, on campus just like for my next semester. You home? So I was running all over creation. I was at work, and then I wasn't, and then I was like on all corners of the campus, and I had meetings and shit. And I had an interview today, actually. Nice. With who? Um, it was for uh, a campus job. It's for the position above my previous position. Cool. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited because I nailed the fucking interview. Nice. Yeah. I got I'm... itchy foot syndrome right now. Give me a second. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you better do All right, that. sorry, go on. <laughs> no, but... I am in a pretty delightful mood, actually. Nice. Yeah. I bet I, I, bet you, I could friend? ruin that. Oh, yeah? Uh, <laughs> uh, you do anything fun? I did. I played The Outer Worlds. Yeah? You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I didn't get very far because, you, you know, I, I never do anything that, uh, fun. But from what I did play, I think it was about like three, four hours. Mm-hmm. I had a blast. Yeah. I want to talk yeah. about that a little bit later. Um, sure. I just kind of want to get through the lore. We could talk about that, and then I want to get into kind of the bulk of what I want to talk about today. Because we've got a lot on our plate. Yeah. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Um, yeah, I think it's a really good game. My only gripe with it, um, and this is like a good, not a bad thing, is that it feels like a game I should have been I should have been playing four years ago. What do you mean by that? I mean, it. this is how Fallout 4 should be. Ah, okay. You mean, like, they really nailed the, the feel of it. They Yeah, and, like, I'm waiting for that moment to be blown away, but I'm not because I just feel like I'm playing a game that I'm already super familiar with. I so, think that's kind of the double-edged sword of being a, a an RPG fan, like, in general, is that most RPGs have very similar elements, so yeah. you're going to have a lot of overlap. I, I'm getting the feeling of, like, this feels very much like 3 or New Vegas. And part of me is, is saying to myself, like, am I not enjoying this? Because I'm not like, yeah, oh, mm. I'm also just coming off of Borderlands, which is just that. is just fast That's pace. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 boom. It's just a game that I feel super familiar with. And I was, I'll be honest, I was kind of having a hard time with it at first. And I didn't like Fallout 3 the first time I played it, so... I have a feeling you're going to get through the story once and say, all right, I, that was an enjoyable experience, and then go through it again and find all the nooks and crannies that really make RPGs special and be like, wow, they really had a lot of attention to detail here. I'm doing that now. <laughs> um, it t- I've probably played maybe a total of eight to ten hours. Okay, that, that's a pretty I decent chunk. I just left the first planet. All right, I haven't left the first planet yet. Yeah, and this is my only, this is my second, like, only problem, is that I think I already know the story. That's fair. Because... Is it very, like, classic adventure for you? No. Um, it's just the foreshadowing I'm picking up on, and I'm like, oh, mm." hmm. It's, it's, I think it's, I hope this doesn't give away too much, but it's a plot to a film that I think they're doing their own take on. I think I just guessed what film. What? I don't want to say it because your reaction will confirm it for me. I'm not going to say anything. You're going to say it and then I'm going to move on. That's my only my only gripe. Um, other than that, I mean, I finally got to the... I finally... I, like, I did every side quest I could find on the first planet. I've been doing that. Like, I haven't really left Edgewater because I've been doing a lot of side quests in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, something about it, it's, it's all of the enjoyable parts of, of how Bioshock feels. Everybody's been saying Bioshock. It's feel it feels kind of Bioshocky to me mm-hmm. and I really like that, but it has this, the writing that I know Obsidian is good for. Yeah. So I am just finding enjoyable stimuli in every direction, and I really like the gunplay. I think it's really nice. It's decent. It's not crazy, yeah. but it's it works. Yeah, it's definitely serviceable, better than serviceable in my opinion, because 
Honestly, I'm not good at guns, so I usually do, like, stealth and sniping yes. builds. Yes. So, I'm doing... The build that I have right now is a charisma small guns with a little dip in stealth. I'm doing guns with with talk. Okay, so we're doing a similar build. Kind of. I'm really just focusing on that. I should be putting more into medicine, but I'm not. Um, mm. They fucked up when they gave me the hunting rifle. Oh, is the hunting rifle good? It's my favorite Fallout weapon. So when mm-hmm. I found it, I went, ooh, how do I get rid of this scope? And I had a modifier thingy, a mod, that let me take it off. And I went, okay, I have my gun for the rest of the game. You're just fucking good, yeah. I found this cool, uh, it looks like a little pea shooter, but it's like a a plasma gun. Mm -hmm. And it shoots like red darts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. It's so powerful. That thing's so cool. You eat through ammo, though. Yeah, yeah, because it shoots three at a time. Yeah. It's really, I really like it. Here's what I really, really like about it, too. And then we'll get into the lore. Sure. And this, I was joking, this isn't an Outer world show. Haha. ha um, I love my little garbage fire. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you guys haven't seen it already, on the channel, on YouTube, I put up a, a shit post <laughs> called uh, 1299permonth.mp4. Um, I'll, go check I'll that try out. To pu- I'll try to put it in the there. Oh, yeah, you could. Put it yeah. in the, the bobbity cream. Yeah, um, the, the thing. I never know which side I'm going to be on. It's, I just point usually... up. and <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to put it up there. Vince, make, can you give me a reminder for that? Sure. Um, Thank you. If you've played D&D with me, which you have, um, I yeah. I'm a shitty DM because I don't understand how combat works. And at this point, I've been playing so long that I kind of almost refuse to learn how combat works. <laughs> and uh, I don't have to fight. And that fucking is insane because the few quests that i that i have fought with that i've used the option to fight are bounty quests where it's like i need this go get that and yeah. that's it and like bring I me this guy's that. fucking head like that's a, that yeah that's it and i love that and so you've been doing a pacifist ish run no yeah no? i mean kind of i only kill the bad guys when i need to kill the bad guys okay that's really I, cool i want to go back and try doing it where i there's two there's two other runs I want to do. I want to beat the game and then I want to do a um as soon as I meet you I kill you and see how long I can get the game to die on itself. Okay. Uh and then I want to do one where it's I don't kill anybody. Like a no kill. No kill, all. no gun, like I don't I wonder if, I, if it's possible. That sounds really fun. I think it is. Hmm. I want to try it. Um yeah. Or like if someone dies it's not your fault kind of thing. Yes. That sounds fun. Yes. Um, but, yeah. But I, I, I don't kill people unless I have to. Like, there was something I was doing last night where I met a guy. And I'm like, hey. And he's like, the fuck? And I'm like, you don't have to do it. And he's like, okay. Also, when you first get to the the town of Edgewater, this, I don't think this is really a spoiler. The dude oh. who you talk to, um, when you get to the bridge, and he's like the, the, the graveyard uh, guy. Sinus or something? Silas. Silas. Something like that. The dude who's like, hey, I need this money. Yeah. Uh, that's a voice actor from New Vegas. Is it? I think so. It sounds so familiar, and it was just like, oh, wow, I'm home again. Dialogue options and all. It must have been so, like, natural that I didn't even pick up on it. Yeah, there's a few voices that I heard that I was like, these have been in other Fallout games, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong and don't know what I'm talking about, but also, I just want to show something quick. Um, Sure. Before we get into the lore, I bought the most bougie bottle. I have to know. It's it's one of those like when you go to a fancy restaurant and they like can I get a water and they bring over like a bottle of water that's been chilled in a bucket of ice draped over a cloth so they can pour it into a glass for you. Let me can see if I can please? get the noise to do it and you'll know instantly. Uh, okay. Can you send a photo? A photo? Mm-hmm. Sure. Where's my phone? Yeah, that's a nice ass bottle. Yeah. Oh, it's one of the ones that has like the seal tops. Yeah. Oh, cool. It made that pop. All right. Cool. So, today, being episode 69... Nice. Uh, I thought we could do the lore on Dukov, a character that when I first met him, I was completely enamored with him. Why? I Something about just this, like, piece of shit, womanizing, taking advantage of everyone around him character just was like... 
Like this Dukov is... only works for himself. Yeah, something about it was just like I need to know. Like I wish he had a quest that wasn't just you got to shoot him in the head, which we'll talk about in a minute. But yeah. he's a forty-three-year-old drunken womanizing Russian or a person of Russian descent. He's born in twenty-two thirty-four, carefree and parties every day. Uh, speech layered in profanity, yet still carries himself with a charm and the ability to win people over. He has a booming life that can be distinguished in a room full of people. By the way, all this lore comes from fallout.fandom.com. Um, he calls... he uh, Clown shoes? Clown shoes. Hey, clown shoes. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I used to call people clown shoes because of this guy. And then... Really? Yeah. I had a buddy, Shane. I mean, I'm still friends with him. But he bought these yellow vans, right? And I call... I said, dude, you look like you got fucking clown shoes on. And every time, I'd be like, yo, clown shoes. Like, every... Just because... Um, <laughs> He concerns himself, all he concerns himself with is his uh, possessions, his pad, and his girls. He is one of three surviving mercenaries hired by Alistair Tenpenny for the uh, expedition into Fort Constantine. He's one of the people that has the keys for the You Gotta Shoot Him in the Head quest, which I was reading. That deserves its own episode. Yeah, I was going to say, I was reading that quest line as I was doing this, and I was writing notes down, and I was like, no, this needs its own thing. That's one of my favorite quests. Declan, we have a problem. What? My bougie-ass... There it is. My bougie-ass bottle's fucking washer. It's rubber washer came off. I fixed it, though. Don't worry. Okay, Um, good. He spends all day drinking and doing jet with his girls, Cherry and Fantasia. Uh, They live and have protection for having sex with him. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so... Which is called abuse. Is Is that considered prostitution? Um... It's definitely, like sexual misconduct or violence or abuse How? but i mean if they're being held there against their will i don't think they are mm. i think th- i think i'm pretty sure if you talk to the one she's like it's not great but i'm safe i mean as long as it's it's affirmative consent he refers to males as clown shoes and females as sweet cheeks uh dukov's place is similar in appearance to tenpenny tower uh and the statesman hotel surrounded by wooden wooden barricades and uh it's painted poorly keep your y-o-r weapons holstered or get shot message received uh it is a two-story bachelor pad uh, with the with the people making love light fixture outside that you also get from the um what the hell is it called? Love Machine? Theme for the Megaton Home. Mm. Oh, okay. Just somebody who, in the game, absolutely enamored me when I first met him because I was like, one, you're... Like, I found him on accident. Uh, two, I was like, this... In, like, he runs around in his pajamas, like the, the yeah. naughty nightwear, and then the girl... He's like a Hugh Hefner. Him. Yeah, like, Russian Hugh Hefner. <laughs> he, he has a... Um, a shooting range on the upstairs like the whole thing is just a hotel that he like a small hotel that he totally fucking revamped and i think that's yeah. cool in its own sense um also that's he's, he doesn't really have a huge thing but i thought it being episode 69 Declan, yo you good Declan. oh fuck nice <laughs> Uh, I think because of it, you're going to get a little bit of bonus lore um, with Vault 69. Oh, cool. Nice. Nice. Fuck. (laughs) Um, It was one man and 999 women. Uh, It's not not canon. It was in the Penny Arcade comic, uh, One Man in a Box Full of Puppets. Uh, That's where the Panther one comes from. Yeah. As well. But there is art who is made by one of the Van Buren artists for Vault 69. Nice. nice. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I Before really like Dukov's place. Yeah, I think I think it's a nice little like I think it's a nice it's a little great... like, here. Like this yeah. is just a little vignette of something wacky that could happen. That's a great word for it. Like it's a really nice like environmental storytelling opportunity. Where you kind of get more from exploring than talking with the folks there. 
You, that's the thing. You could you could walk in and just say, hey, clown shoes, haha. And then the girl's like, yeah, let's party. And like leave and get the same story. Yeah, you know exactly what's going on here. Yeah. I, I really and enjoy I always that. applaud Bethesda at their environmental storytelling. Yeah. When they can. Yeah. yeah. They made a whole game out of it. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Outer Worlds, let's talk about that quick. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. Sorry, do you have anything you want to say about Dukov? I'm sorry, I feel like I always cut you off. No, um, you. I feel like you said all there is to say. Um, it's really much. fun to shoot him in the head. Haha, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and like I said, I'll go more into depth with that quest and we'll talk about him more. Um, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. I like it. I like it a lot. I, I think it's very visually stimulating. It's very pretty. Yeah. The uh, Yes. The only thing that's kind of, like, keeping me back is that there's no music that I feel so Fallout when I... And, like, I hate that I keep comparing it to Fallout. But I didn't even think about not having the radio. Yeah. I've noticed it because I'm like... Oh, you see, I like screws. playing Fallout with the ambient tracks on. So it wasn't so much as a, of a, like, blunt, like, cult like cold turkey situation yeah i mean i wouldn't say it's a cold turkey situation it was just something that i thought of that i was like i went in i actually went in the thing and thought maybe there's like a radio that would have like fake broadcast or something um i think i think it just like one thing that that kind of bothered me a little bit is i spent like an hour going through my character customization <laughs> I, I okay. So I, I'm playing a woman, and I normally don't play a woman, but I wanted to be so open minded about this now. Now that I like things again, um, yeah. That I was like, you know, whatever the game throws at me, I'm just gonna play. And, um, it was a woman, and I was like, all right, cool. So I made her how I wanted her to look, and I think I accidentally made her look a little too much like Pavardi. Oh, uh, which I love Pavardi. What um, what? Did you name your character? So, I put a lot of thought into this, too. And I never watched Firefly. I'm watching Firefly right now. It's so fucking good. Is it? How are you watching it? Um, Hulu. Can you bless me? With the Hulu? Yeah. I mean, that would be illegal. I mean, uh, is it? Because I thought Netflix was cool about it. No, Netflix is super uncool about it. Really? Since when? I don't remember i know that in certain states it's actually a misdemeanor really yeah well in the words of biggie smalls fuck a misdemeanor <laughs> uh, um no, well, well all right then don't give it to me no i got you I got no you. fucking god damn it i mean why would i fucking do that that's a crime uh, <laughs> um so i never watched it but i looked up sci-fi name generator right and I went through all these names, and I would find a first name. And I do this with D&D sometimes, where I find a first name I like and a last name that I like from two separate things. Like, I made um, a name that was, like, armor, or uh, what were they, uh, bark people. They were, like, tree people, but they were more bark than tree, like, in the sense of their, their humanoidism. Yeah. Um, and I took the Latin word for for one thing and like the Spanish word for another and like put it together. And it was like tree people in an amalgamation of two languages. So That's I was going cool. through and I, and I found Chloe Patton. I like that. And I know when I play a man, his name's going to be Emmett something. I was thinking Emmett Reed because I, I like the whole, like the name, the, how the names are kind of futury and spacey yeah you know what i mean so i was trying to think of like what do i want that spacey but also futury and i know the one I dude like you chloe. meet that's good you like chloe yeah i like that one it was just one of those things chloe Patton. pat's i forget what i named my character Patton. yeah like yeah you don't remember no i remember that i put a lot of thought into it and it sounded really really fucking good but i forget what female. i named her you play uh, i i chose female well you know you could put a, a beard on a woman yeah, I thought that was pretty fucking rad. And I was, like, flipping through it, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, I, part of me was kind of like, I want to put a mustache on this, like, a curly mustache on this woman. Do it. And then I was like, but hold on, I want to play this seriously. Like, I never play as a woman. I want to play when as a woman. When you play your dastardly villain, you gotta put the evil mustache. <laughs> nah, yes. Yeah, of course. Yes, yes. Uh, but I want, I was like, no, I'm gonna play this seriously. I'm not gonna give her any facial hair. Um, 
And then I was like trying to figure out if I could play in third person, and you can't. I didn't even try. And I was like, oh, then I wouldn't have wasted all that time making a character. It still feels right. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just saying I would have not. I would have played for an hour longer instead of. Right. You know what I mean? Um, now it's bothering me. Hold on, just give me one second. What are you doing? I'm not editing. We got to keep this one in. Sec- what are you googling? What are you doing? Can I really not leave this in? Oh, I really can't. Hold on. How did you feel about the introduction? How did you feel? I personally That's liked I it. should answer you. I don't remember it. Go on. I, I personally liked it. It okay. was kind of like a... It gave me a sense that there's something bigger going on. Okay. And I do like when things are way... When things seem bigger than themselves or bigger than you. Mm-hmm. It It's not just like, oh, I am the all-deciding the fate. All. Yeah. I'm the deciding fate of this space. It's just like, no, there's some shit going down and I was just thrown into it by some crazy man. Yeah. Um... I do like that. There was a few dialogue options where I realized that I could really make the story anything I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, I, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to not give anything away. Right. But I don't know. It's, it's really good. But at the same time, I feel like it's... Like, I don't want to say I don't feel like it's not anything special. Because it's not. But it definitely... It scratches an itch. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. it. I'm definitely like, this is... Like, I said to Steven today, I saw Steven today, and I was like... He asked me about it, I go, it feels like a game that I should have been playing four or five years ago. And he's like, what do you mean by that? And I was like, this feels like how Fallout 4 should have been played. Like, this feels like how Fallout 4 should have been. Like, I love getting into... I love getting into a discussion with somebody, and there is a dialogue option... For speech, for for lying, for persuading, for intimidation. Yeah. I was actually for... just going to ask, how do you feel about the dialogue options? Because I feel like none of them f- are, like, very clearly right or wrong. Mm, let me tell you. Oh, my God. They are fucking just... I love moral ambiguity. So, okay, here here's something that I wanted to talk about. My name was um, Just Priscilla. Just Priscilla. Just Priscilla. First name Just, last name Priscilla. No, Nine. Priscilla. <laughs> Full stop. Um, but that's the thing. I like. I, I gave my character a first and last name, and then when you introduce yourself, if you want to, you can be like, "Hello, I'm Chloe Patton." Like, and I really like that. I wanted to kind of play this more like mysterious character of just like you only get as much information as as you need. Yeah, that's call cool. me Priscilla. You don't need anything more. And also, I take a lot of opportunities to lie. Yes. Like when, uh, I don't want to give it too much away, but you have an opportunity yeah. to go by a false name, and I took that opportunity. Yes, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. That, I used that, and I was like, oh, oh, like, mm. like it reminded yeah. me of when we when we would play D&D, and it's like, hey, hi, um, my name is Nith, and it's like, no, it isn't, and everyone's like, no, it isn't, like, Shh, guys, play cool. Like, Shut the fuck up. Like, I really, really liked that, and... Um, okay, so this is a game that I knew that my 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 decisions mean so much that when I was doing like the main quest of the first planet, um, I went back and talked to everybody that I could think of and exhausted all of their dialogue options to see what I could do. Were there consequences for your actions, like people reacting to your choices? Yes. Okay, I um, like that. And I and I went to everybody. I was like, what do you think? What do you think? How do you think this should work? And I was like, Pavardi, where do you stand in this mess? And then I'm like, over here in this person's nose. And then I'm over here and there. And the first town reminded me so heavily of our hometown. Really? Because it is a town that is fixated on one form of industry. That it is, and especially with current events, without giving too much away... It is it is it is a town that is dealing and has pretty much one industry and one industry alone. Mm-hmm. Everybody else who works within that town lives outside of the walls. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because right. they keep they keep saying like, oh, if you want to be safe, stay within the town of Edgewater. Don't go out into the to the to the badlands or whatever they're calling it. Right. So these people are going out and they're not working for Spacer's Choice. 
or they're not working for the town because the town is owned by Spacer's Choice. You talk to the one person and it's like, oh, he killed himself. So the next, the the next of kin, yeah, the next of kin had to, or the, the closest neighbor or something, or family neighbor or something, had to pay for the burial. And they're like, what do you mean they had to pay for the burial? I was like, well, he, he killed himself, and he's technically Spacer's Choice's it's property. It's destruction of property, yeah. So he had to pay a fine, and then he has to pay to to stay in the grave, but he's dead, so the next of kin has to pay for it. But the woman who was paying for it wasn't next of kin. She found the body, so she had to pay for it. It was her and, obligation. Yeah, and medicine isn't, um, it's not a, uh, a right, it's a privilege, yeah. Like, so you can hit a Like, if you age, get a cough, and you're fucked. And if you're not a productive worker, you're out. So... Yeah. You get to this town, and it's... Here's this industry. Here's this evil conglomerate that is just overwhelming and overbearing. Like, to the point where your value of a person is judged on how hard you work. And, mm-hmm. like... Some people be like, yeah, he was a good man. He worked on, t- he, he died of overwork and that's a good thing. Like, yeah. Like the mentality is really, really strange. And maybe, maybe it's just that like old world European that's like in my bones. Mm-hmm. But like a part of me is like, oh wow. Like I fucking understand. And, and that's what, what I really was getting drawn into. And then you can, you can explore the town and you can explore, explore the outer town i get i don't even know what you would call it like the uh, the surrounding area yeah the surrounding sub the and like, suburbs okay so so not to give too much away but Povarty, she becomes a companion and mm-hmm. she can travel with you and if you leave the main town of edgewater i wasn't even that far out and she goes oh wow i don't think anybody's ever been out this far like wow really do you know what i mean like to see that level of sheltered like her world was so small yeah so like I did what is probably considered the evil option for the town. Okay. Because fuck I that I town. just met I just met and recruited Pavardi. Okay. Fuck that town. As much as I, I love it, I don't with know its the charm CD and its western stuff going whatever on the fuck. Sorry? Yeah. I don't know what's I don't know what's kind of going on. I'm still picking the pieces of it apart. You'll But you'll I can tell see. that it's that it's not good. You'll see like once you play into that a little more, you'll see. And I, I'm playing it, and I'm the whole time I'm going, fuck this town, fuck this town, fuck this town, fuck this town. Like, they, they care about one thing and one thing only. They don't care about the people in it. All they care about is the industry, the industry, the industry. And if and the squeaky gear gets the, gets the, the attention, or whatever the fuck the saying is. Yeah. And if you can't perform, then you're out, and we'll get somebody else to fill in your place. And I'm just going, this is evil, this is wrong, this is evil, this is wrong, this is evil, this is wrong. So what could be considered the evil choice, I did, because I feel like it's what had to be done. It's what I okay. feel what I feel like should happen in our town, in a sense. Like, our hometown. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it, because it's still brand new, and I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Yeah. Overall, um, it's... It's just a really fine product. You know what isn't a fine product? Ooh, fucking killing him with these segues. Are we going Jesus into Christ? Are we yeah. going into it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I have my show notes. I got about seven pages, seven notes of, of notes. And now we enter a classic segment: Vince's yelling corner. No, I'm not yelling because I'm not even upset anymore. I know. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm so just joking. past upset. I'm so past disappointed. That, like, what are the seven stages of grief? Um, denial, blah, 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 well, acceptance. No. Uh, yeah, I'm, like, at acceptance. Like, it's over. Yeah. It's dead. Um, so you can get, you can become a part of Fallout's First, a membership program, which makes zero sense to me still, because I don't understand if you have to pay a membership to then buy a membership, or you sign up for a membership and then you get the membership from paying for it excuse me so basically the idea is you get a subscription to get premium features so on on fallout 76 so am i buying the subscription to then buy another subscription because that's the way it made no. it sound it's like you do like a one-time pay of say like 10 bucks and then you pay x amount a month uh no okay so it's 12.99 it's a subscription for 
for a premium for premium features. It's okay. It's twelve ninety nine a month or a hundred dollars for the year. This is so predatory. This is it's, it's takes advantage. It takes advantage of its community so much. And I laugh when I see people supporting it and they say this is a good idea this is great this is this this is that and it's not it's um, just not private worlds uh the, the, these are the these are the benefits for your 1299 a month so we did talk about this a little bit last week but this is more in-depth. it's really unfolded this when, time when we talked about it last week um it was we the news had just come out that this was coming out mm-hmm. the day after we recorded all of the other stuff came out yeah. So, it's so this is a, an exhaustive overview. Private Worlds, unlimited storage in scrap boxes, a, stu- a survival tent, uh, a place placeable uh, fast travel point, and a stash box with a sleeping bag, uh, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a tent for a, for a base. You get 1,650 atoms a month, so $16.50 pretty much a month of free V-Bucks. Uh, a ranger armor outfit and i don't remember if the ncr logo or the bear is on the ncr ranger armor i don't recall either but the picture they show on the website doesn't have the the any ncr insignia on it and Hmm. i i genuinely did this and i'm not just doing this this isn't hyperbole i'm not just doing it for the show I saw it. I saw the picture of it, and my first thought was like in Lanius's voice. I went, "It does not have the markings of the bear." And That's I, actually kind of interesting. And I was like, "I was like, did they get rid of any NCR logo? Are they that upset about it? Did they? Did you look it up? I looked it up, and the picture I found didn't have any NCR logo on it. Okay, but I couldn't not help but be like, I remember there being a bear or something on the shoulder, but apparently there's not. So maybe I just got hit with the Mandela effect. For me, it could have gone either way. I have no idea. Um, there's also icons and emote packs. whoop de doo And also, <laughs> here's a thing that's actually happened. People have been buying this. So, there is Fallout's first players that are being targeted in 76 by people that are not paying for the service. So, they've basically introduced class warfare as a so, feature. I can't wait to hear about the wars of the Fallout's first bourgeoisie and the Fallout free proletariat. The, the, com- the commoners. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I can't wait to see this. Because it's just, it's just a fucking, it's a shit show. Private it's worlds. so fucking not good. Private worlds aren't even private. If anyone on, like, say, say I have it and you don't, right? Mm-hmm. And you jump on and you see that I'm playing, you can join me and I don't have to invite you. As long as you're on my friends list, you can just show up. Yeah. So it's not private. It's also, um, when people spawn in, shit's already dead and looted. Turns out they're most likely using used servers that people have left and they're sp- they're opened. And instead of refreshing it, they're just like, here you go. Here's your private server. Wow. So, I mean, it's, I don't know That's efficient about... on the back end, but also not a very good play experience. I don't know anything about servers, but I can only guess that... What is it anything but to hit, like, F4? Oh, uh, what? How, how could it be any more than just, like, F4? Or what is it, F5 to refresh? Um, For resetting the entire game world, it's, it's probably a lot more intensive no, on the No, but all I'm computers. saying is just, like, hit a button, take two seconds to load, the loading screens are already ten minutes, and just refresh everything. Bring everything back. Yeah, that's you know what, what I mean? would have been the correct approach. Okay, so unlimited storage makes the game pay to win. Because yes. the whole thing of the game was, hey, um... It's, it's, you have You need to prioritize storage. your shit yeah. because you have limited carry capacity. So even if at my house I can only carry 600 or 800 or 400 or 500 pounds of Whatever, stuff. yeah. Now I have unlimited. What's going to stop me from just hoarding shotguns or hoarding, uh, uh, I was going to say emeralds. What's going to stop me from hoarding aluminum or adhesive and then just selling it all? Like it's just more pay to win shit. 
Yeah, it's just fucking... wildly changing the economy of this game. Also, yeah, is it going to be mass inflation? Is shit going to drop? Like, for someone who plays a game and thinks, like, what's the economy like? Like, like yeah, right. But also, here's something I was thinking of. 76, I don't, I didn't play it long enough to find out if Jet is in the game or not. It should it be. Is it? All right, good. Fuck, fuck everything. Fuck I think everything. it is. Actually, I don't know. Fuck most of Fallout 2. Uh, with 76, and fuck a large part of Fallout 1 with Billy Peabody. Like, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's at that point. Uh, so, you know what? The whole thing was supposed to be that, I mean, I don't know if this is canon or not, but I remember watching something and they were saying the biggest reason why caps would become the norm to be traded would be because of the Silk Road effect of it. Things need to be traded back and forth, and something that's finite and small would be bottle caps. Fine. Mm-hmm. Something else that's finite and as a resource is water. Yes. It would not make sense to me if water was the currency, but I get it. This is a game that's pretty much an asset flip. You can't do shit like that. Like that. You have to right, yeah. build on to things. I understand this. But still. Um, your survival tent. <laughs> which is actually a good idea. No, it isn't. Because it's more pay to win. I mean, be- the function of it is... I, I like it, but it shouldn't be behind a paywall. Here's a tent. You know what? If I have to pay to get all this, it should still be that I can I can grind for atoms to get this stuff. Cor- yes. Yes. You know what I mean? You should be able to get these things a la carte. Like, you should be able to have a thousand atoms, pay your thousand atoms, get unlimited storage. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's $10. Yeah. Uh, and then say it's like, okay, give us 800 caps and you get this, or 1,200 caps and you get this tent. If this tent comes with a cooking station, a chem station, an armor repair station, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it comes with tato crops. It comes with razor grain. Like, this is pay to win. It is. Um, six, six, 1,650, 1650 atoms. Like I said, um, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of fucking garbage. Uh, you, you're just getting V bucks to play with. I, I I have some screenshots that I'll be putting on uh, screen. Cube may have sent me some. If he has, shout out shout to out you. to Cube. Um, if not, it's all good. I might have gotten some off the PlayStation. Um, so sixteen fifty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read off to you just, this is, it, it's, it's days before Halloween when I'm reading this. These are just a few things that I found. Just, just the first things. I didn't look too deep. They're just surface level things. Ready? Things that can be purchased for under 1650. Well, yeah, we can add things up. Okay. You ready? Samurai outfit, 900 caps. So $9 for a skin. Or 900 Adam. Nine, what'd I say? Caps. Sorry, 900 Adams. $9, right? Mind you, the samurai outfit the framework is in Fallout 3. Mm-hmm. Vampire outfit, 800. Denim suit. It's a denim shirt and jeans with some blue sneakers. 600. Mothman metal mask, 500. On sale for 350. Free State's jetpack skin. So if you get a jetpack for your power armor, you can get a skin for it. Not a piece of your armor that's integral. The jetpack. The add-on, right? Right. 700 caps. No. Yeah. Fucking survivalist power armor paint. 1,000 caps. $10. Basic power armor paint set. So red, blue, green, yellow. Fucking, you know, the colors of the rainbow. $800 to change... Er, sorry, 800 atoms to change the hue. Spooky Halloween turret pack. 700 the Vault Tech Camp Bundle, 1200 What are you going to fucking buy with 1650 One thing a month? One and a half things a month? Lightwood laminate, lightwood laminate, lightwood laminate, lightwood laminate. You ever see that video? No. The Fall of 76 by Internet Historian? Um, oh, yeah, I have. He has, he has a thing where he's going, all this shit's expensive. And he's going, they, when they did the, the whole duffel kerfuffle... Uh, he goes, they gave away 500 atoms. The only thing you could buy for 500 atoms was lightwood laminate. And then it's a bunch of NPCs going, lightwood laminate, lightwood laminate, lightwood laminate. <laughs> the, the fucking, the ranger armor. The NCR ranger armor. 
it just fucking what is canon anymore I don't know. The NCR isn't established till after 2161. This is 21 or the, yeah, this is like 2106. Like what? I I just don't even know. Jets what to say here for, for all this stuff. Ranger armor here, fucking the Enclave armor, the XO1, whatever the fuck it's called. I just I took all this time to learn all these things and to understand these systems and to to, to learn how to fucking pronounce Myron's name properly that now I fucking because it's such a fucking meme that people can't say Mirnon that like I, I fucking like I have to think about it when I say it it's just like why why take advantage of a fan base that loved and appreciated and learned these things I used to fucking you know in high school I, I used know, to read yeah. the fucking wiki for fun yeah it's it's honestly just disappointing and sad to see it kind of go this way. And I like it's beyond being mad. It's just disheartening. Yeah. Here's a, here's another thing. Who the yeah. fuck is playing for these emotes? Who the fuck cares about these emotes? I don't know about you, I and know. I know that there's a there's a fan base for it, but I've never used a picture mode. I've never used I've used the photo mode. I like kind of like it. I in the Last of Us and Horizons, I'll do it once if I find a nice view. Spider-Man, I did it once when I got on top of the Empire State Building, and once when I got on top of the Avengers Tower. That was it. Mm. Never use it again. And if that's your thing, dude, that's your thing. I don't care. But who the fuck? They're charging 400 atoms for poses. $4 for poses for photo mode. $400 for something that you can't... You're not even physically, technically doing. It's you telling the the, the, the vignette to do it. Like... Uh, $4. My I'm man, tired. you can... You can... <laughs> I'm not yelling at you. You can go to... You can go to a Walmart. You can go to a, a GameStop. You can go to a Target and go to the DVD section. I don't know if GameStop has DVDs. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. You can go to a DVD section and look at the Blu-rays and probably get, like, six classic Harryhausen monster movies from the fucking 40s on Blu-ray for five bucks. For a dollar more, you have literal hours of entertainment where for four dollars you have minutes of posing. If you like dollhousing, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. If I lived in Japan, if I was Japanese, I'd be a dollhousing master. That shit looks like crack cocaine. You ever seen this shit? Okay. So you buy these like little, you know what a gachapon machine is? Yeah, of course. Well, for those who don't, it's a machine that you like put money in and a fucking toy comes out, but it's not a toy like in America where you get like a sticker out of a vending machine. It's like a, like a figure ass toy. Like it might have a little articulation. It's well painted. It's nice sculpt, all this shit. People yeah. will take these and they'll build, like, they'll buy the entire set out of the Gachapon machine, sell their doubles, and then make little vignettes and, like, dollhouse. I think it's called dollhousing. So, like, they have oh. ones that are Pokemon parades, and it's, like, Pikachu for Valentine's Day on a parade. So there's, like, a It's Zeppelin. actually really, really it's cool. fucking amazing. It, and I'm sitting sounds, there and I'm... It sounds like it targets, like, a similar demographic to, like, Gundam. That's a fucking market I want to be a part of. Yo, my one coworker is super into Gundam. And, and you're telling me this now. He has a bunch of them on his desk. I'll take a picture of them tomorrow. Please. They're so, cool. They're so fucking cool. Fucking, I want to get the, um, the, like, XR-71. It's like the main Gundam. It's like means. the, like, if you looked up Gundam right now, it'd be the white, gonna blue, red one. And yellow. Oh, okay. Yeah, you I know think what I mean? he has a couple versions of that one. Yeah, it's like the one from when the show started. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's cool because he takes, like, parts from different ones and puts them together to make, like, custom. There's a name for that, and I don't know it. There's there's huge competitions where they'll buy, people will buy multiple sets, Mm -hmm. and then they'll paint everything white, put it together, and then paint it. Like That's cool. I really want to get one and then make it fucking weathered and dirty. Like, oh, God. Almost like power armor? Yeah. That's cool. They were selling a power armor statue that was T-51. And it was like ten grand, and I wanted to buy it and like put it in the woods, and just let the <laughs> weathering of natural weather hit it, and then put it somewhere where it's like, look how fucking like leave it in the woods for like two years, let it rain, let it snow, let fucking kids come over and hit it with a with a fucking stick and like write on it, and there's like dicks and like fucking fucking Chloe Hart's 
Kil- dick. Kilroy you know I mean? was here. Yeah. And, like, yeah. think about how cool that would be. Um, I have some conspiracy theories, and I'll be completely honest with you. I was going to do a whole bit where I had a tinfoil hat made up, and I was going to take off my hat and put that hat on. But okay. I just don't have the energy for this fucking game anymore. Um, this is this is a this is a, a conspiracy theory that Kyle came up with. Ooh. Um, okay. Oh, we forgot to mention we we you me and Kyle, Kyle you and I, whatever Ooh. went to the midnight release or the nine o'clock release for Outer Worlds. We were all fucking gooning out. Yeah, it was and, awesome. Um, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it was really cool. Just like chilling. Yeah, even though it was the there was there was six groups. I, mean, I forgot to mention this before. There were six groups. Um, and I got there and I was there at like three o'clock and I was like, Hey man, or four o'clock. I'm like, Hey man, let me get, let me pay off my outer worlds. He's like, all right, whatever. Here you go. And, <laughs> and he's like, all right, you're in group two. I went group two. I was like, it's four o'clock. He's <laughs> like, yeah. He goes, I said, is there not two groups? One for outer worlds and one for call of duty. He's like, Oh no, we're putting everyone in the same group. I'm like, Oh why? He's like, because we wouldn't be able to make one group with all the pre-orders for outer worlds. Oh, well, we live in a small town, so. And I was like, what? And then when the time came at the end of the night, I go, hey, how many uh, pre-orders is it for Outer Worlds? And he goes, including you? And I go, yeah, he goes, three. And there was six groups of ten each. So 60, probably probably close to 80 people, because people just walk in at the end of it and buy a yeah. copy. Yeah. Um, out of 80 people, three of them for Outer Worlds. Everyone else there for duty. The game is fucking good. No, I'm not saying anything against it. I just thought it was funny. Um, yeah. So this is this is Kyle was telling me. Uh, development higher development higher ups are are making this as awful as possible to show businessmen what happens when you rush a game. Hmm. And maybe that's why they're saying like you need to wait for Outer Worlds or not Outer Worlds for Starfield, and you need to wait. For it becomes a case study. It this you know will I mean? become a case study as. What happens when you treat a game launch incorrectly? What happens when yeah. you make the wrong choices? Say what you want about Bethesda. They are they are even in their fuck ups. They're setting precedent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, where now the main studio isn't even doing like I remember being like, you know what? You know what? No, I'm not even gonna defend any of this because we should all fucking saw this coming when they fucking came out with Brink. You always come back to Brink. Fuck Brink. Fuck I never game. really played it, Fuck so I don't know how game. bad it was. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad that it's not good. That's how bad it is. <laughs> it's fucking... It's... We have fucking a good side and a bad side story over thousands of options of customization. Oh, okay, well, I'll fucking do the, the good guy story first, then I'll play the bad guys. Oh, okay, it's only five levels? Let's swap over to the bad guys. Oh, oh, wait, this looks familiar. Oh, it's just the same map, but from the bad guy's perspective? Okay, well, the parkouring exists. Um, let's go to the customization. Oh, I can only use certain pieces of thing if I'm only a... Like, I can only use certain guns if I'm a skinny man or a big man or a medium man. So there's no point to be a skinny guy because the skinny guy just dies instantly. But yeah, he can run all over the place. But a medium guy could run all over the place and do all the parkour but just takes a couple more hits. And the big guy can't do a fucking thing but he can take a bunch of hits. All right, so medium guy it is. And then I can only use these weapons and the big guys get all the fun weapons that I think they were like a rocket launcher and like an uh, MLG and... uh, a fucking minigun. Fucking help me out here. You hear me fucking floundering? Fucking I have never played Brink. I don't know where you're going. A light machine gun. LMG. Ah, yes. Sorry. Yes. Public school. And then, well, fuck it. I can have like a small AR or a small SMG. So, okay, cool. And I bought the game at Best Buy, so I get a Fallout 3 skin. So the tattoos on my arms are fucking uh, Fallout 3 inspired. And I got like a 101 and a, and, a, and a fucking a Vault Boy. Cool, whatever. But when I go to customize my shit, uh, there's 12 option. There's 11 plus 1 options for um, this, that, and the other, but then I can only make... That's a good them... catch there. Thanks. Uh, then fucking I, ice. <laughs> I can make a bunch of other fucking color swaps, so it's not really thousands of... We should have seen it. And as much as I'm kind of doing a, a meme, fuck that a game. A little bit. Yeah. Um, I really fucking hate that game because I remember it came out and I was... It was probably like 10 years ago when it came out, and I remember... Forcing my parents to take me to Best Buy and being like $3 short because I was in fucking 8th grade. You know what I mean? 6th, mm-hmm. 7th grade. 
um, trying to get the money to get this game together because I was like, it's Bethesda, it's made by the people who made Fallout, it's going to be good. Um, but haha, that's a funny meme. Yeah. No one's infallible. But here's my second, my second conspiracy theory. All right. Hit, hit me with it. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Have you ever heard of the term any press is good press? Yeah, and I don't really agree with it. Why? Because I feel like certain press can do irreparable damage to your company and your trustworthiness. Absolutely, it depends. If you're a Harvey Weinstein, yeah, there's there's no coming back from that. Yeah. But, remember how everybody hated Miley Cyrus a few years ago? Yeah. Why are we talking about her anymore? I mean, she was selling I haven't records. really heard her she do anything on, in the past few years. She made her money while she needed to make her money. I guess. 6 9 the rat man, who's yeah. now a rat. He went from a rat man to a rat man. Yes. Because um, he is a rapist. I don't... Well, yes, but this is something... Well, wait, hold on. Do you not know what his, his court case is about? No. He got pardoned on the rape uh, years ago. Alleged. I don't know. Don't fucking owe Jamie. Alleged. <laughs> um, he joined a gang and did some racketeering and kidnapping. Oh! Yeah, I don't know exactly what racketeering is. Um, uh, I think it's... Um, I remember, but I don't. Look it up. Yeah. Um, so he did some shit, some foul shit, and now he is... Um, now he's, he's, he's telling on everybody. And there was the memes like, my favorite one was, Your Honor, Bob the Builder is not a licensed contractor. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, racketeering refers to crimes committed through extortion or coercion. A racketeer attempts to obtain money or property from another person, usually through intimidation or force. So it's basically big robbery. Cool. He was a piece of shit his entire career. He would call people out, he would start fights, he would say shit, he would say more scandalous shit here and there. And then it all kind of came to a head. As much as a piece of shit as he was, and he would say foul, outlandish shit. And as much as a piece of shit he was, you always kind of heard his name, right? Any press is good press. Right? In your scenario. All eyes, hear me out, all eyes on Bethesda. Even when it's negative, right? In this so, case, absolutely. So, maybe this is just the poet in me. October 23rd, 2077, at 9.47 in the morning, be it the U.S., be it China, be it vault somebody bombs the U.S. Yes. The U.S. is destroyed. First they hit Pennsylvania, thank God, and New York, and... <laughs> By, by 47, 9.47 a.m. on a Saturday morning in October 23rd, within hours, the war begins and the war and ends. ends. October 23rd, 2019, Bethesda puts out Fallout's first, essentially nuking themselves. You know what this game, game pretty poetic. You know, you know what game comes out on the 25th? Outer Worlds. It's an inside rumor that Bethesda does not like the folks at Obsidian. Because they made a better Fallout game. Because they made the arguable better Fallout game. All press is good press. Keep Obsidian out of everybody's mouths and off of everybody's minds. And we can sit here and talk about, hey, you're about those Bethesda boys fucking up again? You might if lose the battle, but doesn't mean you're going to lose the war. You see, I I see the scenario you're laying out, and it's not too outlandish to think that that's what's happening. But even still, when Fallout first dropped and then Outer Worlds came out, everyone was just like, wow, this just is another reason to buy Outer Worlds and support it because it's just a better experience. We're actually getting something good for our money here. Those on the ins- on the inside of... The RPG fandom. That, that's a fair critique, yeah. Okay, hear me out. We hear a soft announcement about Fallout's first before anything. Right? 
They say a week before the 23rd, hey, um, it's coming out next week, and you're going to hear about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Why not just announce it right then? Why not just say, hey, it's coming next week, and you're going to give us money? And instead, they wait that week. Why not just say it then? Why not just say it instead of the day that it comes out, two days before Outer Worlds? Why not just say it then? Makes you think. It does make you think. And as a care, as as someone who who as someone who has played Ron Gulman professionally for four to five to six years, a professional smooth talker and swindler, a professional just. I'm going to say, Ron, if those who don't listen to Atomic Tabletop, which I recommend, Ron will say and do anything to get him closer to a goal. Hey, can you give me a reminder? Because I just pointed to the top corner. What do you mean? For Atomic Tabletop. Oh, sure. Um, Ron will do and say anything to make sure he accomplishes his goal. He doesn't have to get there 110%, but as long as it moves him forward. Gets his foot in the door. And I say, hey, hey, first you get your foot in the door, and then you get your foot in the door. Uh, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, yeah. This is a Ron Gulman move. It's. This is if a Ron If it's Gulman true, move. it's dirty. If it's this true, is, it's dirty. This is, hey, I don't want to say anything, but you see Tim over there? Tim's getting real friendly with your sister, bucko. And hey, I'm not going to say anything from everything I've heard. Tim's a good Christian man. Goes to church on it every Sunday. But have you ever seen that shed he's got in his backyard that he keeps triple locked? I don't know no, I don't know too much about it, but I'd say watch out for old Tim down the block. I don't know. You know what I do know, though? What do you know? I know that I enjoy the musical stylings of Shane Ivers and the Shane Ivers band. Oh. <laughs> Wait, hold Shane on. Ivers Shane and the Ivers. It's like the Zach Brown band. It's like the Shane Ivers band. Yeah. I always thought that shit was weird. Yeah, right? Like, how are you going to be like... Da, 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 like, uh, what's... Like, what the fuck is his name? Who's that really shitty American rock and roll singer? Just a uh, snare. No, no, that's fucking... Not Journey. They're awful, too. Fucking... Bruce Br- Springsteen and the E Street Band, because fuck everybody in the band. Yeah, right. We're here for Bruce. <laughs> fucking Bruce. Fucking <laughs> whatever. I never got that shit. I always thought that shit was fucking. If you want to get our intro music, Feather Duster, you can get it at www.silvermansounds.com/freemusic/featherduster. Yeah. Vince, tell us about other things. Hawkeye. So, if you want to follow Hawkeye. us. If you want to follow us on any sort of social media, you can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, at Atomic Radio Hour. And if you'd like to follow us, uh, Declan and Vince, you can follow us uh, with the links in the description below. Uh, there's a Discord you can check out, which we're always talking. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. If Cube sent me the, the pictures, again, not a big deal if he did or not. Um, he's a very, very busy guy. Uh, he He... He, I, I asked on Discord, I'm like, hey, I don't feel like putting this fucking game back on my PlayStation. If anybody wants to, <laughs> if anybody wants to check it out and send me pictures, yeah. go right ahead. So he's I took it guy. off my computer to fit the Outer Worlds. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of cool cats that are in there that you can have a conversation. Someone joined the other day with the greatest name ever, and I'm very tired, and I don't remember what it was. Something about Louis Vuitton and I think mayonnaise. Um, what? Now I gotta yeah. check it out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can find us there. Um, and if you're listening to us on YouTube, please give us a comment. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Um, share this with a friend or, or 900,000. Um, yeah, just, preferably 900,000. Just everybody. Uh, and it, you can get us everywhere podcasts are sold. But if you do like our program, you can find us uh, on Patreon and throw us a couple bucks on Patreon. There's a description in the, in the thing below. There's a link in the description below. How many times do you think I fucked that up? There's a description in the link below. Um, there's a link in the description below where you can find all of that. Declan, you want to you wanna thank these beautiful, beautiful people. There's a couple people. Um, five actually who have, have been, given us some some money because we've been growing 
because they they enjoy what we have and it's completely free these people are very very generous they just wanted to support and they wanted to see us grow um we love Declan, to see would you it. like to say their names? I would. Actually, I need to get an updated list of you folks because we've been growing substantially. Okay, so we have some beautiful folks that decided to show generosity towards our show. We have the one, the only, the ever-present friendly companion, Cube. Hello, Cube. Thank you. Good to see you. Thanks for those screenshots. Thank you. We've, we've got Noah. We've heard of him before. Noah's a good man. I was just talking to Noah. Nice fella. He's all right. We also have uh, Mason H., Hello. Thanks for being here. Thank you. We have Gage. Hey, man. Another person who's always in the Discord. Yes, yes. Always. And new to the party is Jordan. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome Thanks to the so party. Much. There's Punch in the Corner. Um, that, Declan really? made pigs in a blanket. Yo, I, I could go for some pigs Dude, in a blanket right I now. I fuck heavy with pigs in a blanket. Me too. Like, I could have like 30 of those right now. Like, How I could have as many pigs in a blanket as many as pizza rolls I could eat. So infinite. I will not stop. Dude, I fucking want some pigs in Until I perish. I'm There's some spinach eat. dip, some low-fat, um, non-GMO, gluten-free pita chips. Uh, nah, give me those GMO-ass pigs in a blanket. Whole-ass pigs in a Whole blanket. Whole-ass. I want swine in a duvet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm tired. Is that just a hot dog? Atomic, Atomic Radio, Radio Hour. Hour.